Everybody likes talking about success, but no one really likes to talk about their failures. Well, that's what I'm gonna be doing today. I'm gonna talk about the main times that I've screwed up since I've launched my digital marketing agency. But before we get into it, please do make sure you're subscribed with your notification bell turned on. Let's get started with this video. Okay, so it has been three years since I launched my digital marketing agency, and it hasn't just been one straight line to success. And I think it's very easy for people to show things as a straight path to success, when in reality, it really isn't. There have been ups and downs. There have been mistakes. There have been lessons that I have learned. And today, I want to give you those lessons. I realize I've never really spoken about the failures that I've had within my agency and the lessons that I've learned from them. So I'm kind of going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paint a picture of my agency from start to where we are today and kind of highlight some of the biggest mistakes that I've made that come to mind. Now, I've got Becky in the background cooking up lunch right now, and so there might be a bit of background noise today. Um, but yeah, we don't care. We're going to get straight into this. So from the start, one of the main times that I can remember or one of the biggest mistakes I made to start off with was my first ever meeting. I remember walking into this meeting with this cocksure salesman, almost arrogant mentality that I could sell snow to a snowman because I worked in sales beforehand and it kind of does that to you working in those boiler room type settings. Now I walked into this meeting and I did all the wrong things, right? I was ramming my service down the client's throat. I was criticizing their current strategy. I was giving them all these facts and figures that they didn't really care about. And it was completely impersonal. And uh, at one moment in the meeting, I remember we stopped to have a coffee. They went away and had a coffee and I really realized at this point it wasn't going how I wanted it to go. And so I stripped things right back and I just looked at it for what it was from a top level, eagle eye view. And I realized it was just one person speaking to another person, one person trying to help the other person solve their problems. Equally, we're just trying to help each other generate more revenue. I want a service charge. They want to generate more revenue in their business. And so what I did was, is I stopped talking. I just asked a few very, very simple questions about their business, about their goals, about where they are at the moment and where they want to be in life. And they just unloaded all of these problems that they were having in their business. It was like this relief just dropped from their shoulders. And I was able to provide bespoke solutions to the things that they were talking about. It was personal and I built a rapport and a relationship with that business owner instead of trying to pressure sell them. And they actually managed to be my first ever client. They were a restaurant in my local city. First ever client, great client, worked with them for months and months and months and months, got them some incredible return on investment. I built a great personal relationship with them. In fact, I, they actually helped me go to networking events in my local city and helped me build my agency when I first started out. And that was all based off that realization that this is not pressure sales. This is just a problem solving exercise between two human beings. The second time that, I, that comes to mind, and it's pretty much right after this, this restaurant, uh, I realized when I first started out, or I realized now when I first started out, that I was just trying to sign up anybody that would take my money, okay? If you were gonna pay me some cash to do advertising, I'd probably say yes to you, right? And this is a big mistake that I see agency owners make to this day. When you're first launching a business, you want the cash, you wanna quit your job, you wanna get into a good financial position, but the problem is that can mean you can drop your standards when it comes to the kind of client that you want to sign up. And so my first ever client was actually a kitchen bathroom showroom. And I'm not saying kitchen bathroom showrooms are bad, they can be really, really great clients, but the fundamentals weren't there with this client. 
Number one, they didn't have a very good brand at all. The brand is, it was pretty piss poor. And the website uh, was, was, was barely functional and there was no option to buy any products online or inquire about any products. And um, we also didn't have a great relationship from the off. This client wasn't good at providing content for us for adverts. We did social media management for them as well, which was the daily organic posting and scheduling of, of, of posts on Instagram and Facebook, but they didn't provide any content and the content they did provide was poor quality. Uh, they weren't open to offers or any kind of um, campaigns that we wanted to run on Facebook. So it really made our life difficult. We had to rely on just pushing traffic through to the website and we couldn't track that return on investment whatsoever. And so we actually only worked with them for the three month contract that we had. We made we moved away, uh, did our separate things and we kind of agreed that we weren't the best fit for each other. But in reality, looking back, I knew that before I signed them up. I just wanted the money and that was the crucial mistake that I made. And now today I would rather have one high quality client than five bad clients because believe me, those five clients are not worth the hassle. They are a headache and it'll make you question yourself as a marketer and really is just stress that you do not need in your life. So do not sign up people based on the financial gain. Make sure that you stick to your high standards even when you're first starting your agency. In fact, especially when you're first starting your agency. Now, one of the big issues I had with that client was communication. And actually, communication became this big issue up until the point when we had around six clients. Uh, I gave my clients my mobile number. That was a big mistake. And so my clients would call me up every day. They'd be asking me questions. Some would WhatsApp me. Some would Facebook me. Some would send me an Instagram message or an email. And it just became this logistical monster. (laughs) And it really was not fun to manage. And I would be taking calls in the evening. And then I kind of realized, hang on a second, I'm not a slave to these clients, right? They're my clients and they need to respect my boundaries as much as I respect theirs. I wouldn't call them in the evening, therefore they shouldn't be calling me. And so I took everything back. I looked into communication um, softwares and I actually got Slack. So I got Slack, the team management company, uh, and the the team management tool, and I set up all of my clients on Slack. And from that day onwards, they could only contact me within business hours using that one tool, which was Slack. And therefore, I didn't have the stress of managing clients through my mobile number and stuff anymore. Now, what have we got? So um, communication and hiring. Hiring is another issue that I had problems with. I made big mistakes when I first started out. Again, this was financial mistakes. When we start our agency or in any business, we want to keep our our um, overheads low. We want to keep our outgoings low. And so when I needed to build the team, I actually started off with doing social media management as well as ads. And we only offer ads as a service now. But we used to do social media management as well. And so I hired a team member to actually manage the social media management side of the business. They were going to take all of the client's content on a monthly basis from a Dropbox folder and then write all of the posts out and schedule them for the clients. Now, I took on someone really low for like $50 per month. I was paying this guy based in Bulgaria, and he was doing that $50 per month per client for 30 posts per month. Now, he, was, he used to write all of the posts for me, schedule them out, and I didn't always check the posts, okay? I didn't always check them. After a little while, I kind of let him do his own thing. But the issue was, when I stopped micromanaging that, there were so many spelling mistakes through to communication issues, right? Because a lot of people on like websites like Upwork, for example, say that they have really, really great English written and writing skills, uh, written talking, vocal and writing skills, um, when in reality, they're really not that strong. And so you need to be careful when you're hiring people when you first start out that you do micromanage a little bit to ensure that you're not putting out posts with bad grammar, with bad English, because it's going to reflect poorly on you when the client sees that post. 
And that's an issue I had a couple of times. Now, the same thing happened when we hired our first media buyer or advertiser. This is a guy um, from the Philippines. And again, we hired him on a very low rate. It's around $200 per client per month. And uh, in principle, he had really, really great case studies and testimonials. He sent over some really, really great results. But actually, when he started working with us, he didn't deliver on what his case studies said. And uh, to this day, I probably think those case studies were bogus uh, or probably taken from somebody else, which isn't great. And when we started working with this guy, we actually gave him one of our, our ad accounts to manage and it was a hair transplant clinic. And he set up this new campaign, a messenger campaign to be getting uh, leads through into the client's inbox. When he set up this targeting, he didn't put any um, UK-specific targeting, right? It was completely open to the world. He forgot to do that, forgot to, leave, uh, forgot to add that in there. And so overnight, we actually got like 500 messenger requests at a cost of around 2p per messenger request to the client's inbox. And they were literally just the most terrible request, the worst traffic ever. And it reflected so poorly on us as a business. And uh, yeah, then we can just say that there were a few disciplinaries there. And we only actually managed work ended up working with that guy for another month or so he was just kind of tying us over as we were so busy on ads but again i went for finance over quality and it's the same problem that i had when i signed up those clients early on okay you need to go for quality and there is a fine line between getting somebody who can provide a service for you or a team member who can provide a good service for you without charging you above the odds without ripping you off at the same time and so that's something that we really had to learn when we were first starting out not going for the cheapest outsourcer that we could find okay so what else have we got i think that's pretty much the, the, the main things that come to mind uh, when I first launched the agency, the main stumbling blocks. Uh, but I definitely remember last year, in, in July last year, around summer period, we had this lull uh, and, and I had to have this big kick up the ass to myself to sign up more clients. And uh, we got complacent. And we pretty much autonomized the entire agency. I wasn't having to do much work at all apart from signing up new clients. Apart from the fact that I wasn't signing up new clients. I was going on holiday. I think we went on like nine holidays last year. And I was just enjoying the success that we had within the agency, rightfully so. But we got to this point. We'd actually lost a couple of clients and revenue started to drop a bit. And that's natural. In any service-based business, you're going to lose clients. Every client has a lifetime, right? Whether they go and run ads themselves and you train them up, whether they want to try it themselves, whether they move on to other ventures or something doesn't work, for whatever reason, clients will come and go. That's the natural cycle of any service-based business. And that's why it's so important you keep the pipeline full and keep outreaching. Sales 101, as I said to you, keep the pipeline full. I always preach about that. But I didn't do it myself, right? I was off Gallivan enjoying things and whatnot and so we got to this point where we lost a bit of revenue and I really needed to kick up the ass to start outreaching again and so we recovered very very quickly luckily we're coming up to that Christmas period which we're in now and there's a big rush for e-commerce businesses to start advertising and so we leveraged our case studies started outreaching again and we just kind of got back to it but at that point it could have been really dangerous for the agency if we just kept letting things decline it could have turned into nothing very, very quickly. And so it's very, very important that, yes, you should enjoy yourself, but you also need to keep your pipeline full at the same time. So I think that's pretty much it. I can't really think of anything else that's happened this year, which has been a big failure on the agency. Of course, there's been many failures in, in the other businesses, uh, but keeping things strictly to the agency, I think there's pretty much all the main things that come to mind. If there's anything else, and I'll be sure to create a new video in the future going through that, giving you the lessons from that. But I really wanted to create this video today to 
uh, paint a more full picture of what it's like to own a business or own a digital marketing agency because it's not plain sailing and I don't have all the keys to success and there is going to be a roller coaster and it's not just going to be one straight line to get to where you want to be and I think that if you watch any of our student interviews you'll realize that this is the same thing for everybody nobody just has some straight line to hitting six figures within their agency there are going to be ups and downs and you need to learn these lessons yourself sometimes you need to make your own mistakes it's like when your parents and your kid they tell you not to do something and you go ahead and do it anyway and realize they were actually right but you needed to do it yourself and fall on your face off your bike over the handlebars to realize that you shouldn't be going down that hill without a helmet on and uh, i think it's the same in business we need to make our own mistakes we need to stumble across things and 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 uh, and give ourselves those lessons for them really to sink in uh if i could finish this video on a couple of things just some of the biggest advice which has really come up I'm talking about these problems today. Um, is that transparency really is king when you're launching your agency? You need to be transparent with your clients. You need to make sure you manage their expectations. They know exactly what they're getting into. They know exactly what they need to give to you. And you also need to learn to say no. Say no to clients that aren't a good fit for you. Say no to strategies that won't work. Say no to clients that are trying to micromanage. Say no to those that are trying to contact you in the evening. And believe me, once you hold yourself to a higher standard, once you have bigger or stronger principles within your business, you're gonna be a lot happier with what you do because the quality is gonna be so much better. As I said, I would rather have one really, really good client than five crap ones because these five crap ones will destroy your agency and really make your life miserable. So I hope you have enjoyed this. Um, please do share it with somebody else who will get value from it. If you want me to create more videos like this again in the future, then I will. Uh, even when I have more failures, I hope I don't, but I'm sure I will, and I will welcome them with open arms because I've taken lessons from every single time we've made a mistake in the company. So yeah, that's the end of this video. Is lunch ready? Lunch is ready. Nice.